Next on BYU Sports Nation, live from Las Vegas, Chapter 1 of the 2017 BYU Fan Fest schedule, a loaded two-hour special featuring an A-list rundown of BYU athletes and coaches. Two NFL veterans, including Heisman Trophy winner Ty Detmer and superstars from three sports headline the show. Plus, BYU Sports Nation karma strikes twice in the same day. History for BYU baseball and autographs for everyone. Speaking of autographs, can I get one, please? Yeah, who to? I'll get right on that. Yeah. All right, it's Fan Fest from Las Vegas, BYU Sports Nation. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now live from North Las Vegas, Nevada, at BYU Fan Fest. Here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Station is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio North Las Vegas. Yeah, baby! From Woo! the BYU Fan Fest. Yeah! Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Saturday, April 22nd, wherever and however you have chosen to join us, we welcome you. It is fabulous to be outside. Oh, beautiful. In the beautiful sunshine, not cold weather. Yeah, th- this is awesome. We're at the Fan Fest here today. Hundreds of fans are here, maybe a thousand plus at this point, uh, getting autographs. The BYU store is here. Concessions are here. That means you can get a Cougar Tail Spencer. The BYU truck, uh, the production truck, we call it Big Blue. The football truck's here. Kalani Zataki, Ty Demmer, a loaded guest lineup, as we mentioned. Today's going to be fantastic, and we're so excited to be here. We were at the Fan Fest in San Diego right, for the bowl game, and that was great. Jack DeMuni's here. He's telling the fans what they want to hear. <laughs> hey, the BYU's hey. going to go undefeated this year. My man no, Cosmo. No, hey. I don't know. Yeah, a couple fans like that here. It's great to be. You know this man. He's a guy who owns every Cosmos autograph. Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. Including and yes. President Wilkinson in the 50s. No, I'm just kidding. Pretty good, right? <laughs> the BYU Fan Fest underwind, like you said, Jerem, huge collaborative effort. We are united under the stretch. Why are we not? We are BYU, I believe. We yeah. are BYU. Yeah. Uh, Fan Fest activities will continue tomorrow night as well at 7 p.m. local to Las Vegas with a fireside at the Lorenzo Chapel located at 221 Lorenzo Street in Las Vegas with Kalani Satake and players. So if you're anywhere close to Las Vegas and you want to get involved with that, those are the details. All right. Shall we do the headlines? It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. BYU baseball finally beat San Diego they in West it, Coast Conference yeah. play. Baseball won in San Diego. It, it yeah. only took awesome. 10 innings. It only took 10 innings. And they had to come back from down 6-1. to one. They win 9-8 for the first win in program history over the Toreros. And who, wouldn't you know it, BYU Sports well, Nation Karma well, recipient well. Riley Gates cashed in on that Karma, striking out three of the five batters he faced in the ninth and tenth. Same two teams today at the top of the hour on BYU Radio and the app. And the men and women's uh, golf championships for the West Coast Conference are in Provo. We've been talking about this all week. They're at Riverside Country Club, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Coming into the day, both the men and women were in first place. Both the men and women were in first place. And looking at the men uh, currently uh, individually, Patrick Fishburne and Peter Quest currently tied for third at six under. Fishburne one under through six holes. Quest one over through six holes in round three. And then the teams, guess what? As of right now, BYU is a stroke ahead of second-ranked Pepperdine 
in the West Coast Conference Men's Golf Championship. So BYU doing very well at home. Yes, Jeremy, but what about the BYU Sports Nation karma recipients of BYU Women's Golf? Uh, the women right now, the top two individuals, Alex White and Kendra Dalton from Brigham, and then the team scores right now, BYU women, ranked 27th. They're up 12 strokes on Pepperdine, trying to repeat as West Coast it's Conference time to champs. Keep, keep in mind, Pepperdine had won like 14 consecutive years before BYU dethroned them last year. The Gonzaga men's basketball of women's golf. Yes, right? the Cougars going back-to-back potentially, hey, and B2B. on their home course, fantastic Finish stuff. the deal. Finish the deal. That's the theme for third-ranked BYU men's volleyball, right? Especially after a tough loss against Hawaii in straight sets in the MPSF semifinals. The Cougars will find out their postseason fate tomorrow. The NCAA Selection Show available on NCAA.com at 1 Eastern time. You and I both think that BYU will be in. It would take something pretty significant for the Cougars to be on the outside looking in. So, Well, here's what it is. Good if, chance. If Ohio State does not win the MEVA, Ohio State's going to get an at-large bid. Long Beach State's going to get an at-large bid. And it'd come down to Hawaii or BYU. Do you have recency bias? Do you have whole resume? What do you look at? BYU needs Ohio State to win. If Ohio State wins, BYU will get into the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. We're all Buckeye fans, at least in volleyball, At, le- right? at least, yeah, in volleyball. For one day, something like that. Also, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Viva North! Las Vegas, because technically we're in North Las Vegas. Yeah, we're not right? actually in Las Vegas. We're in North Las Vegas. This is a loaded show today, and I know we just went through a bunch of stuff that we're going to do, but let's just talk about the guest lineup, starting with the Director of Athletic Marketing Communications, David Almodova. I mean, he he's a guy that helps organize the majority of this awesomeness for BYU fans. We also have Ty Detmer on the program. We have Ed I've Lamb. Heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Ed Lamb as well? The cyborg, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, familiar. Okay, Fred Warner. One of Fred, the stars of the BYU football defense. Fred Warner's hair is looking really good. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It is but, uh, like Mitch Matthews thinks it's really tall. It is at an it's an all at an all time high, right? At an all time high. Yeah, <laughs> that is appropriate. Yeah, um, among others. I mean, today is going to be fun, and I love being here because Las Vegas is sort of the second home of BYU sports. I think there are a lot of places that are significant to Cougar sports outside of Utah. I think Portland, Oregon's one. I think Southern California's one. I think the Bay Area's one. I think Las Vegas is one. Phoenix, right? And other places across the country. Um, but Las Vegas, BYU's playing UNLV again in football, November 10th this year. Uh, the new stadium is going to be built for the Raiders. This is awesome, right? I, we both think that BYU could be playing more neutral side games in Las Vegas, not to mention the bowl history and everything here, which is awesome. I think at some point if BYU keeps doing its spring break practice thing, they went to St. George's here, I think Las Vegas would be a great spot for this. You are seeing the reception. I mean, we're, we're in the thousands now for the fans that have shown up here. To have a team go out of the state and have thousands of fans show up, there's not very many. I mean, there are other teams that could do it, but there are not very many that could do what we're seeing Home here today. away from home. There was a local radio show, apparently, that spent 20 minutes of one of their segments talking about BYU bringing a 20 minutes down to Las Vegas. We, we spent 60 <laughs> a day. So they spent 20? Wow. <laughs> That's the power of the stretch wide. That's the power of BYU Sports Nation. Fantastic stuff. As promised, we begin our interviews with the Assistant Athletic Director and Director of Marketing and Promotions, David Almodova. What's up, David? I feel What's like up, guys? When, I feel like when this thing starts, you can finally breathe, right? 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure everybody's having a great time. Holy what, cow. What are you most stressed about right now in this moment, other than Other than talking lunch? to t- to you two guys? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not stressful. Come on. You know what? Just looking at everybody and seeing everybody happy and smiling and engaging with our coaches and our players and our athletes, like, that's awesome. And honestly, it's not stress. Stress happened earlier as we were setting up. But other than that, once it gets started, we're excited. David Almodova with us on BYU Sports Nation, kicking off our A-list celebrity interviews within BYU Sports Nation. Now, we know that a ton of organization goes into an event like this, clearly, because, I mean, we, we profiled everybody that is here and how much stuff goes into this. But, I mean, when, when does the planning start for something like this? So it starts a couple months out in advance. Um, our team, our marketing team, starts uh, making contacts with the local groups down here. Uh, logistically, it's finding a park, a uh, hotel spot for our uh, coaches to stay at, and then coordinating with we had a dinner last night at a donor's home. Um, there's just a lot of logistics, logistics that go into planning a weekend like the Fan Fest. We always usually will do a donor event Friday night. We have the Fan Fest on Saturday, followed by the Fireside tomorrow night. So it's just making sure everything's set, and logistically we're all good to go. What can fans participate in today at this Fan Fest? So they can go and meet Kalani and Tide, take, get their photos with them. We have six of our football guys down here and four of our female athletes. Cosmos here. We've got Inflatables, the BYU alumni chapters here. Uh, we've got the BYU store, and we've got BYU concessions, and we've got the world's greatest corn, corn dogs. dogs. I tried one, and it's it's, it's fantastic. It's the best. It, <laughs> Congratulations to the them. Best. For, yeah, they yeah. have the best. It's uh, the best in the world. And, and we, we, <laughs> met, we met Kelly. You did it! We met Kelly uh, with World's Best Corn Dog. He watches his show every day, so that helps. He's also the world's best fan. Yes. Yes, that he is. <laughs> is there awesome. an age limit on the inflatables? Uh, asking for a friend. Oh, no. Uh, Three months old till 100. Jerem, you Jerem, can, you go you down can it. do it. You can do it. All you don't right. have to be shy I, with David. I know, know how David. excited you were. You just, friends with David. You just stretch out your arm. I don't want you to throw out your yeah. arm or anything, you know? I know. I, yeah, I might have to pitch like Riley Gates. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Fan Fest Tour obviously is an exciting thing for BYU fans, but what is the main purpose behind something like this? What what is what is it that drives you to go through you know the stress and the organization that leads up to this? So this is our fourth year traveling doing the fan fest, and so four years ago we started. We did one in St. George, and had an amazing turnout. And basically, it's just to take our some of our athletes and our coaches to the places that uh, where Cougar fans are. Uh, in the last few years, we've strategically tried to go where we're going to be playing some home games. Uh, so we can go and mingle with the fans before because obviously when our team is in the area playing, they don't really get to engage. And so this gives them an opportunity to meet up close uh, our student-athletes, uh, talk with our coaches, and then we'll be back down here in a few months to, to play UNLV. So um, that's kind of the purpose behind it, just to engage with our athletes and our coaches. This is our second Fan Fest. We were at the one in San Diego with the bowl game, which was great, out on an island in the bay there. That was fantastic. What's the kind of reception that you've received at these Fan Fests from Fans who I, I know there are fans who have driven up from a, a lot of different states to come to this one today. You know what? They're usually great turnouts. Uh, last year when we opened, we started in Phoenix as we were playing down there last year and had an amazing, amazing turnout. My mom went to that one. She loved it. Did she come and say hi? She did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. did meet your mom. Yeah. That's right. She's, she's a proud mom. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we try to strategically go to a couple places. We'll be in Houston in a couple weeks. Uh, as we're going to open up there with LSU. Uh, not open up, but our first road game with LSU out there. Uh, we'll also be doing one up in Davis County. 
and then we'll finish it off with a fan fest down in Southern California in June. So, um, yeah. This is just the first of many adventures that you have uh, taken on, and let's get these uh, dates out there. Houston, Texas, Saturday, May 6th. You'll be back in Utah and Davis County specifically on Tuesday, May 16th, and then back down to Southern California on Saturday, June 3rd. Do you, I mean, how do you manage this type of travel schedule along with all of your other daily responsibilities back in Provo? Honestly, my staff, they are amazing, and they help. Uh, this year, we've kind of given each person a, a town to work with, and they've been awesome. I mean, my staff is amazing, and they help put this together, and I just can't talk enough about them. They're awesome. When are you hoping to announce the city specifically in Southern California? Well, actually, we just found out this week we're going to be in Corona, California. Okay. So Corona, California, the, coming to you. The IE, the Inland Empire. The Inland mm-hmm. Empire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. My old stomping grounds. Yeah, that's from right. Palm Springs. You worked at Duke for several years. Tell us about how unique this is, because there are some schools that have a similar national brand, but there's not many. I mean, this this is unique, what BYU can do with this. Yeah, I mean, BYU, I mean, I think that goes in conjunction with our BYU 50 promotion that we do, 50 days till kickoff, where we drop a box in every state or a few boxes in every state leading up to kickoff, and the turnout for those are amazing. And so, yeah, I think we have a unique brand. We are global. And it shows wherever we go, fans come out and support us, and it's amazing. It's awesome. Is there any strategy to picking warm weather, beautiful sites? We like appreciate that part. Las of it. Vegas and Houston <laughs> and Southern California. It helps. It helps. <laughs> you know, we did one in Hawaii last year. Yeah. Um, so you know, hopefully we might go there again next year. Uh, that's one of the places we've talked about. So um, yeah, we try to go to places where again where we'll have we know we'll have a good turnout. There's a strong alumni base. And where fans want to see our guys. Our Twitter question today, this is, this is a fun one. Why should the hashtag BYU Fan Fest come to your town mm. next? Make a case, yeah. people. Yeah, and this is David Almodova. They can uh, make it happen maybe if they like it, right? At Noob DFS player because Nampa, Idaho is Zion. <laughs> Rob, Nampa, shout out to Rob Morris. Rob Morris. The freight first, train, man. BYU's last first round pick. Out of Nampa, Rob Idaho. Morris. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Ziggy, sorry. Hey, I'd love Ziggy. to see where what fans are saying, and hopefully next year we can make one of these happen somewhere else. Use hashtag BYUFanFest for David Almodova to see your tweets, right? Nampa, Idaho. If you can get 5,000 people to Nampa, Idaho, BYU might just show up. <laughs> yeah. They might just show up. Hey, congratulations on all this, David. This is a, a fantastic effort uh, at so many different levels, and it's just fun to be around Happy BYU fans uh, engaging in a unique experience like this. Awesome. Thanks. And we appreciate you guys being down here. I think you guys just totally enhanced this event, and hopefully you guys will be to more of our fan fest. Hey, hey we'd love hey. it. We'd love it. Hey, we'll work on that, man. All right, man. Make some phone. Call your people. We don't control that in Have any way, people, but we will work on that. write a little that? note, too? You know who. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll send him a little note. We'll see you on the inflatables. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, David. David Almodova, the Assistant Athletic Director and Director of Marketing and Promotions. That dude is working so hard to make lives better for BYU fans. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Reno Mahe, the running backs coach. Who's going to fill Jamal Williams' shoes? Which guys are going to do that? But first, Fred Warner, one of the studs in that linebacking core. Stay with us, BYU Sports Nation. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
Welcome back to Las Vegas. Yeah, Las well, Vegas. North Woo! Las Vegas. Give it but up. Las Vegas. Yeah. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation is jumping right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Why should the BYU Fan Fest come to your town? Yeah. That is our Twitter question today. It's a great t- question. You can use hashtag BYU Fan Fest as well as hashtag BYUSN. Hey, if you didn't hear, baseball. The baseball team beat 24th ranked San Diego last night in 10 innings. Game three is at the top of the hour coming up on BYU Radio. The Cougars looking to take the series. And, of course, that was the first win ever for BYU baseball against San Diego in San Diego, the city of Ron Burgundy. And BYU finally did it. We've had one plug for Nampa, Idaho, which was compared to Zion, Jerem. Do we have yeah. any other tweets coming in about where the BYU, next BYU Fan Fest should go? I will check the internet. Okay, Jerem's checking the interwebs. At BYU Pinoy tweets in, <laughs> because Payson is Utah's <laughs> hidden gem. <laughs> At this point, you don't want to be hidden, right? <laughs> At Butcher 31 there are tons of fans in Idaho Falls. We showed up for hashtag BYU50. Now it's time for FanFest. Okay, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. Idaho's got two cities in Idaho. They want now. a renovated temple. And a BYU I'm fan gathering fest. that Nampa and Idaho Falls could probably collaborate on that, right? Too far between them. Hey, Very different. Meet in the middle. Do meet not. In the middle. What's in the middle? I don't know. Blackfoot. <laughs> I don't. What's in the middle? Maybe we should ask our next guest, who apparently comes to every BYU fan fest in the history of BYU fan fest. When, when they're like, "Who wants to go?" He's like, "Hey, send I me, do. send me." I do. Yeah. Fred Warner. Fred Warner, everybody. Linebacker yeah. from yeah. BYU football Hello. with us. Hello. He plays sports. Vegas. Hey, the last time we talked, uh, we were at a fan fest in San Diego, and now now we're in Las Vegas, Fred. Right. So, I mean, yeah. where where are we hanging out next? Where are we going next? I don't know. Uh, Payson. I heard one of those <laughs> was on there. Idaho. One of those. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a great option. Okay. Yeah. What What's it like to come to this as an athlete? You're, you're used to playing in games and you see all the fans and they come but of course this is a more relaxed uh environment and BYU fans show up in hordes here yeah the, it's it's great man it's good to see the fans i think this is the first time we've had an audience uh, on on the set but uh you know it's good to you know meet the fans and and sign autographs and just be there for them because uh, you know they're there for us all the time at the games just like you said so it's great to give back i remember interviewing you before the las vegas bowl at uh, the hard rock hotel next yeah. to the pool <laughs> it was freezing yeah, I in I december Whose jacket I steal? Yeah. I stole somebody's jacket. Yeah, we get, oh, he's no. rocking a BYU Sports yeah, Nation jacket. 34 degrees in the shade. It was, it was yeah. freezing, yeah. This is a little bit better, right? Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. You know, we'll take 80 degrees. A little bit of an upgrade, yeah. Uh, how many finals do you have floating around in your mind right now? Yeah, I've and taken zero so far. So, <laughs> oh. yeah, I'll, I'll get back to school after this and uh, get ready for that. So, How many finals? Uh, four. Four. What's the four. hardest one and the easiest one? Ooh, hardest by far is human physiology. And uh, easiest... I don't know. Should I say that? Like, is it like a professor watching? Is like, ah. Now, now this, now this is a senior. This is a senior. It's a veteran move. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm not, I probably won't give away the easiest, so I'm just going to say the hardest. It's yeah. a veteran move. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking, uh, sitting here talking about you being a senior because you, yeah. you came on the show before your I freshman mean, year, I yeah, believe, yeah, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. So what's the journey been like so far for you the first three years of BYU? It's been great, man. Uh, you know, I've experienced a lot of success, and uh, in my freshman year, I went through some adversity, and I've worked through it, and um, it's been great ever since, man. I, I, I'm so blessed and happy to be here. Fred Warner, senior linebacker for BYU football. Right. And you're right, it just sounds weird <laughs> to say <laughs> old that. Old man Warner. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. when old man Warner just signed. That's crazy, like you said. Uh, spring football, you go through that for the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that experience like, and, and why do you feel like BYU got better through the spring? Yeah, spring was great, man. Uh, you know, some people 
say that spring's supposed to be a drag, but I actually, you know, I really enjoy spring. And I think this time around with the, our coaching staff being here for with a year under their belt, uh, a lot, everybody was a lot more comfortable and we were able to move a lot faster, um, a lot more chemistry. And uh, I think we got a lot done. You know, I think working on fundamentals and stuff like that is great for spring. Is Steve Kafusi your position coach now? Yeah, so uh, Coach Kafusi and Coach Sataki, they, they both were in the meeting room this, this spring and helping out with the linebackers. But really, you're the coach, right? Like, no, I got this, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the player. <laughs> There's a lot of experience returning to the defense as a whole, but especially with the linebackers because, yeah, in theory, the three of you return, mm-hmm. Butch Pau, of course, and right. Francis Bernard. What's that like to have that continuity returning? Oh, it's great, man. Uh, I think me, Butch, and Francis were a very strong group, and I think everybody else behind us are pushing us uh, really hard. I think a lot of competition in that room right now and guys who are ready to step up. It's interesting because you're all such different players. I mean, you say, well, yeah, they're all linebackers, so they should fit into the same mold. But mm-hmm. you look at the three of you, like, so, so different. Right. Francis' skill set. I mean, Butch is, I mean, his stature and whatnot, the right. way he plays and the way you play. Yeah. Uh, what's that like to play with, yes, linebackers, but guys that are have totally different skill sets? Yeah, I think we all just complement each other. And, like, you know, just like you said, we all have different talents and different ways, that different strengths on the field. And so I think we just kind of feed off of one another. Um, and do different things well. That's why we're in different positions. When's the last time you tried to take a test at the testing center? Like, that hair will fly, right? Like, oh, yeah, good? the hair we're flies, good? yeah. Okay. As long as it's above the ear, above the neck, and it's just not over the Yeah. It's I, definitely I, above it's the above, neck. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so it fits it perfectly, but. Because uh, it's going up. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, the beard, the beard is the only thing that they worry about. The yeah. hair, hair never had an issue. Not one. I always forgot a pencil, so it cost me a quarter. So at the end of the semester, How I was like... How do you not have a pencil, a pencil going to the testing center? Yeah. Who ha- who keeps a pencil on them? I don't know. Every who student ever? Who has a ever? pencil on them right now? Raise your hand if you have a pencil on you. They're yeah, not taking we've got some hand. hands over there. They're we've not got taking two, a test. Two not, yeah. hands. Those people have pencils what in the there. Heck? They're not Raise, even taking tests. Yes. Raise your hand if you have They're a Sharpie on you. <laughs> okay, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah all these people have Sharpies. Autographs for everyone around. Speaking of, how's your wrist doing? You've been signing autographs. How's the wrist it's strength? Great, dude. No, it doesn't. It doesn't get affected by signing autographs. It's fine. <laughs> you're, you're a light signer. Yeah, I'm you're a not light like signer. Heavy just real, in there. Yeah, lots of practice. Again, you're really move. asking him to critique how his wrist is from signing hey, autographs. Hey, didn't we mention how many fan fests I've been at now? You know, I'm used to this. Okay. He's a vet. Good, He's yeah. a okay. fan fest vet. We. Yeah. It took us like seven minutes to ask ask you a question about Troy. Pretty good, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, we waited. Yeah, it's an all time high. It's an all time high. Everybody clap it up for that. Hey, and we're asking you, like, are you roommates with him? Yes, we are. And is that going to continue through this final It'll year? It'll continue, yes, through the final year. Okay, what's the best and worst part of that? So, uh, man, if <laughs> if you have a Snapchat and you follow Micah Simon, he's our third roommate, and he'll video us <laughs> at the perfect times when we're fighting. And so people will watch that and they'll, and they'll, they'll message back, and it's great. But, uh, you know, it's it's been fun, man. We're we're just brothers, you know, and we do, brother. Till he steals brother your clothes stuff. and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, we'll nag each other till the till the death, but uh, it's it's fun, dude. I really enjoyed Kathy Aiken's story in the fall uh-huh. with the two of you. That's right. on YouTube if you want to look it up. Yeah. Well, how are you guys different? We just assume that you're very similar. How are you? How are you different? Um, uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Troy's for sure better so, looking than I am. Someone just said, Fred's better no, looking. No, no, Troy, Troy, of course. Troy gets, you know, all the girls and stuff, so I'm the one who just kind of sits back and watches him do his thing. But, no, um, I don't know. I, I guess I think we are very different in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. I don't know how to, like, you know, I don't know how to explain it right now. I don't know. Well, we love the Warner Brothers theme. Yeah. So a couple of requests. We want a Warner Brothers poster Are we going to get a poster? Okay. Can we get, um, has there David Almodova, can we get has, on that? Has there been uh, a shoot with the two of you for a poster or anything? Actually, no. No, they didn't do that. No. Okay. We know the right people to talk to. Yeah, okay. sure. We'll, t- we'll yeah. talk to them. We'll, uh, there was somebody just on the set, I think, before this. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
talking yeah, about very, that. very keen of you yes. to notice that, Fred. Thank you. Yes, sir. Also, uh, what's the name of the Warner Brothers movie going to be this fall? <laughs> if there were a movie, like if you were to title a Listen, movie, there's some copyright and stuff that we can't, you know, we can't <laughs> intellectual yeah. property. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to interfere with that. So, have you thought about? I, I know you have your senior year and everything. Uh-huh. Um, of course, you're going to play that. But a year from now, this week's going to be an interesting week for you. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this season and everything to my team, but when that time does come, I'll be very excited for, you know, around this time. The NFL draft is what I'm alluding to. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your teammates. Right. Specifically a guy on the defense, Harvey Longy. Uh-huh. What do you expect from Harvey Longy with the NFL draft? He, he's you know, expected to be Yeah, drafted. so I, there's a lot of talk around, you know, Harvey and Jamal right now on Twitter or whatever. I, it's kind of hard for me to gauge where, they're, well, where they'll go because just in the past years, I've, you know, I've always projected guys to go out a certain round and then they don't. And so I think with Harvey, he's – you know, super hard worker. So wherever he goes, I think he'll work his way onto a team and he'll he'll do a great job. And same with Jamal, you know, uh, and all of, our, all of our other guys. And, a, yeah, a bunch of guys will sign free agent contracts. Yeah. It's going to be fun to see Taysom Hill, Kainukua, yeah. Andrew Idy, a lot of other guys. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, we'll finish with this, Fred. What's the strength of the BYU defense for the approaching season? Uh, I think just what we were talking about before, the linebacking core, man, it's it's hard to hard to, hard to beat us, man. I think we're some of the best in the country. I like that confidence. Can't wait. All right. Hey, we're, uh, we're coming for you, Nampa, Idaho, or Payson, Utah. Fred Warner, he's going to make it happen. Coming, baby. He'll have his Warner Brothers posters with him as well for autographs. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Troy will come this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're Troy. So. Yeah. Troy will take over for yeah, Who's the better Warner Brother, right? The one that showed up. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I Throwing didn't say it. Uh, yeah, he said it. I didn't say it, Troy. Neither did not, Troy. I want I'm you to know Troy. that. Hey, I love you, Troy. Yeah. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the BYU running backs coach, Reno Mahe. How does he replace Jamal Williams, who is headed to the NFL? Stay with us. Welcome back, sports friends, to North Las Vegas and the BYU Fan Fest Spectacular. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. If you missed either of our first interviews with David Almodova and the stud linebacker Fred Warner, who is now a senior, Listen why he feels like the linebackers are the strength of that BYU defense. Download the podcast. It's on demand. You Absolutely. do it when you want to. Hey, one of the best teams on campus right now is the softball team. They're ranked 21st in the country. You can watch them play the Fighting Mark Popes of Utah Valley next Wednesday, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV, BYU Radio. 11-game win streak for the Cougars. They are really good if you haven't watched them. It's about to be 12, and honestly, if they want to host an NCAA regional, they probably have to extend that through the rest of the regular season. I'd be careful guaranteeing a win over UVU. That did given, not happen. Given recent history yeah. and things. With other sports ah. and with softball specifically. Yeah. Utah Valley. Just be careful. Yeah. I, yeah, I said BYU is going to be Hawaiian volleyball. That didn't happen. Way to go, Jerem. Whiff. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. BYU baseball made history. They beat 24th-ranked San Diego 9-8 to in 10 innings last night. First win in BYU baseball history in San Diego. Discovered by the Germans. Fun fact. Reliever Riley Gates cashed in on BYU Sports Nation Karma, striking out three of the five batters he faced in the ninth and tenth innings. We asked him why he likes those pressure pack situations, and he said, I don't know, it's just kind of fun. Well, it, it is fun to win, especially against San Diego. Same two teams today, top of the hour, BYU Radio and the app. The men and women's West Coast Conference golf championships are in Provo as we speak. At Riverside Country Club, the men's team three strokes ahead of Pepperdine. Peter Quest on a quest in third place, currently even through nine in round three. And on the women's side, Kendra Dalton currently first. Alex White is in second place 
and the women are 10 strokes ahead of Pepperdine right now. So as of right now, both the men and the women in first place at the West Coast Conference Golf Championships in Provo at Riverside. Looking good that is on awesome. their home track. Third-ranked BYU men's volleyball will find out their collective postseason fate tomorrow. The NCAA selection show available on NCAA.com at 1 Eastern time. Just root for Ohio State to yep. win their conference championship, and BYU volleyball is a lock into the tournament. Our next guest... A man that's going to bring the energy level up even more. Oh, Reno Mahed. What's up, Reno? How are we doing? Let's give it up for Reno. Reno. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Don't call me Junior Reno Mahe. Yeah. <laughs> call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> What's your reaction to the Fan Fest so far in Las Vegas? Uh, it's been awesome. The weather's been great. Um, great location. We've got trees this time. So, got to always appreciate the little things. What does it mean to you guys to be able to continually do this and then continually get the kind of outpouring you get from BYU Sports Nation? I think for, for us, it helps us on so many different levels um, with regards to the, the kind of a marketing brand type of deal. You know, our, our budget probably isn't the same as some of these other schools, but because of the fan support we have, it it really turns the page on that. Like the fans will come out and we'll go and see our fans. And I don't think there's very many schools that can go to different states, different cities across the country. And I think, I don't know if it's true or not. They told me this a few months ago that BYU has a season ticket holder in all 50 states. Amazing. That's unbelievable. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's things like that that kind of makes you pinch yourself that you actually work at BYU. Pretty sweet deal. Are you suggesting that other schools have more money in their athletic budgets than BYU? Reno? <laughs> this is news to me. Come on. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to be in Las Vegas for sure. Uh, you joked a lot last year about Jamal Williams making your job easy. Like, yeah, I just show up and uh, Jamal goes and runs the ball and takes care of things and I look like a great coach. Well, now he's leaving for the NFL, and we're hearing about running back by committee. So you have a new challenge in your job. What do you look at uh, in year two as you approach this season? You know, I, I think it's um, that, that does uh, make things a little bit tougher, not having someone like a Jamal who's a senior, who's proven himself year in and year out. But, but at the same time, I, I love the group we have in our room. Um, they, they bring so many different dynamics to the room, and so – it's just a matter of making it all kind of fit together and fit the scheme that Ty has ready um, to, to go forward with in the season. What is that room like? Like, what's the personality like <laughs> what in are the that walls, room? Color? Oh. <laughs> um, it's a very uh, quiet, respectful. <laughs> we, we had a connect Reverend. fork. We had a connect fork tournament in our room the yeah. other day. And <laughs> Kavika Funua won. Okay. Um, so well, much respect to his connect Whoever wins that gets to start against Portland State. You had a connect four tournament? That's amazing. No, we have a, we have we a fun. We need to do room. that. We have other uh, toys. Uh, NBA Jam maybe or something. Yeah. Nah, it's, um, I, I, I've got a great room of so many different um, types of players. It's kind of fun to, to think of all the different guys and where they come from and and how they all mesh together. So it's coming to get, it's coming along together. We've got guys that have played, you know, plenty of experience with Squally Canada coming back. Um, I've just I'm still in a very very good position, <laughs> and so I'm I'm grateful. And I got 
fun bosses, so yeah. they make life easy for me. <laughs> they seem all right. <laughs> they're, they're just okay. Who made but. the most strides uh, or biggest stride during spring ball in your group? <sighs> Everyone made so many different strides on, you know, w- with regards to their own level. I-, I can't really point to one person and say that this person did th- the biggest stride. Because to, to me, that's like, well, then he was sorry, and now he's a lot better. <laughs> and so the, the one stride that I'm proud about is I'm one guy that can't really see that well. And so I found out he wears glasses off the field, and then he doesn't wear it during the practice. And again, it's like, man, imagine how much better you'll be. <laughs> when you can see. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who it is. You can figure that out on your own. <laughs> but Are they going to get contacts? Glasses or, or contacts? Yeah, both. They're going to get both. Okay, so if somebody you see, see somebody wearing glasses on the field, Eric Jerem. Dickerson. Goggles? Goggles? Like, what do you think? And he looks like him. <laughs> and I, watch, he's going to play like him, too. I'm telling you. I'm so excited for Jerem's him. Jerem's mind is like so running through all of the images. You are good. <laughs> it's Riley Byrne? It's I'm r- not going to say his name. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> so my Riley's like, come on, come on. How many times are you going to plead the fifth? Jeez. That's no, just, really funny. I'm just kidding. If, if Portland State, if the Portland State game was moved up to today and okay. you had to name a starter, does it depend on the play call of the first play? Who will start at running back? Who, I, I mean, it, yeah, maybe. It, it, I think some of that would play into it. But, I mean, more in so, I, I could – I'd probably lean towards Squally with all the experience, experience. he has and what have. But, you know, sometimes it's going to come down to the play. What kind of play, where we are on the field, and, you know, kind of what Ty is feeling as, as the head guy making those decisions. There's a player that we can guarantee on this BYU team that will not run the ball for you. Yeah, we know. running back this year. We know. And that yes. is Johnny Linehan, the punter. <laughs> 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 and people are clapping. Wow. Johnny, I'm so sorry. Uh, you, went, you went after him a little bit on Twitter a few uh, days ago. Every time he mentioned something about that, I'm like, Johnny, my running backs would have got a first down on that play. <laughs> Run outside, they would, Johnny. They yes, would they not. Would've. Fourth and 19 yes, from yes. the end zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Run outside. Only, any one of my running backs would have got a first down on that. Only yeah. Mo Longy was going to get a first down on that play. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, he might have scored a touchdown. You see him trying to stop on his mission? <laughs> There's no stopping there the momentum. No stopping that the runway. I'm just saying. Slow down, big I get boy. Johnny. He tries to make fun about that play. Like, Johnny, any real football player could have got a first down. <laughs> see? <he> just... <laughs> what? Shots the, last shots. the last and claps are validating you. You put the fifth, but not on that topic. Nah, me and Johnny, I love that kid. I, you know, but rugby players, man, they, yeah. he was looking for someone to toss it to. Man, just go get the first down. <laughs> Follow your blockers, Johnny. Make us coaches look good. Start a mall <laughs> and get the try, bro. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I say coaches. Stuff. Coaches call the perfect plays. The players are just executed. The really? really the perfect plays. <laughs> <laughs> just run outside, right? Just, just needed to run outside. Just follow your blockers, yeah. Just Johnny. do it. Nah. And, and, then if, and then if they don't even run well, he'd be like, listen, and, and I was a receiver. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Reno, it's, uh, it's great to talk to you. I can't believe it's already been uh, a full year and more since you yeah, uh, pretty took crazy. over as a running backs coach, but here we go again, man. Uh, we're looking for another fun year, guys. And we get to go to Hawaii this year. Two bowl games. <laughs> yes. It kind of feels like that because the Hawaii game's the last regular season Thanksgiving game. weekend. 
That's fantastic. Save me some turkey and some shave ice. I will. Okay. I'll save you some. My parents have a fruit stand out there, and they'll take care of you. <laughs> Ship it, yeah. <laughs> no, in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to get there, right? Yeah. yeah. got to get there. All right, thanks, Reno. Thanks, Up guys. next on BYU Sports Nation, we go to the women's <laughs> volleyball side with Mary Lake. She covers basically everything in the world, right? Yeah. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from North Las Vegas. This is the BYU Fan Fest Spectacular two-hour special of BYU Sports Nation. Yeah. Your day-to-day play-by-play going into the weekend. Our daily rebroadcast generally airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to watch this show, Go to the apps. Yeah, you have to go to the app, uh, which is BYU TV. It's free. It's awesome. You can watch BYU Sports Nation, other content, games, old games as well on uh, BYU TV, the app. Why should the BYU Fan Fest come to your town next? That is our Twitter question today. At Bron James G tweets in Portland. The basketball yeah. games show that the fans are there. Absolutely. Go to Portland. Go to Lake Oswego specifically. When BYU football has a game in the state of Oregon, that might happen, right? Because that's kind of been a trend that we have BYU's seen. BYU's playing at Oregon in the 2020s. Yeah, sometime. maybe before that. I don't know. Yep. A shout-out for Portland as well. Joining us now, shout-out to Palm Springs, the pride of Palm Springs High School Volleyball. <laughs> Mary Lake, BYU libero, welcome to North Las Vegas. What's up, Mary? BYU Hi, Fan Fest. Mary Lake, everybody. <laughs> yes. Fun, fun fact, 71% of the earth is covered by water. The other 29% is covered by Mary Lake. You Give it up for Mary Lake. That. That's right. Amazing. Did yeah. you come up with that, All Jared? over the place. Yeah, I, I did not see that on a <laughs> sign that no. during the women's <laughs> volleyball season. Yeah. It was not on a sign, clearly, for all to see during the volleyball <laughs> game. Yeah, no, nope, never saw it. Mary, it's, uh, it's great to have you here. I can't believe that uh, you've got your freshman year all the way underneath, and wow. now it's on to the next bigger and better thing for BYU Volleyball. What's, what, what are you doing right now? How, what are you working on to get better at? Because you had an amazing freshman year. Um, well, right now I'm working on finals, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I think, like, off-season you're always working on things to get better at, and there's, like, always room for improvement, and that's what's kind of exciting about spring is that you, like, get a lot better, and you work on, like, team chemistry. And so definitely just, like, serve-receive, defensive moves always. And then, like, serving, we've taken a really big emphasis on because we want to, like, be the best serving team. So those are just some things that we're working on. But really, the the real question is, who was the better freshman on the volleyball team this past year, you or McKenna Miller? McKenna Miller. Who was the third team All American? Yeah, that's a yeah. good teammate answer to it. <laughs> Why are we talking amazing. about this? Are you guys trying to make me feel inferior? <laughs> no, you were both fantastic. No, no, no. I know, I know. What She's we wanted awesome. you to say was, I was better than no. her. And you can tell her I no, said that. No, we're on the different, same level. She's like my really good friend. I don't want her to like beat me up after this, so I like have to reply. <laughs> yeah, McKenna, I hate when my friends beat me up. That's the worst. <laughs> Let's talk about you and how awesome you are. I believe you had like 38 digs in a match this year. Is that true? Right? In, yeah. You had 38. Like, do your arms hurt after that match? <laughs> yeah, how do you I feel after bruises, that I match? Think. You have bruises from the season still? Yeah. It's I April. Just, yeah, I know. They just keep like emotional oh. bruises. No, I'm kidding. No, but... Yeah, that was, I think, Ohio. It was awesome. I didn't even realize that I, it was just an awesome, we came back after two, and we were all, I remember, like, going into the locker room after the two sets that we lost, and we were like, we need to change something, and then we won, and it was awesome. So, I don't know. And 38 digs later. And I believe you were the player of the week in the conference. 
That's amazing when a libero can win player of the week. That was pretty yeah. cool, right? That was awesome. Validated? It was fun. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. So we were talking during the break that Jeremy and I had the opportunity to host the Y Awards, and uh, <laughs> we always have some fun, especially with coaches and certain players that kind of put themselves out on social media or not. And, and we joked that your, your coach, Heather Olmstead, uh, she smiled at least once during the season, but then a picture was revealed that showed her not really smiling. So when was what? When do you remember her the happiest during the last season? Um, uh, when we beat LMU, honestly, she's always happiest when her and Tanner Mangum are talking because they're really good friends. <laughs> really, they're like really tight, okay. and they're like, huh. they're like Heather. Like whenever she sees Tanner, it's like her and Tanner have this like reunited thing because they're like really good friends. So that's when she's happiest. <laughs> that's <is laughs> awesome. Who knew? We learned something. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> now we can this... tease her about something else. No, don't tease her about that crap. Dang it. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. I just them, yeah. Okay. Uh, you tore your ACL, was it during your senior year or before? Uh, my second of practice of my high school senior year. So we had just, like, won kind of a state tournament the year before, and everything was great. And then I come back, and I'm, like, really excited, and I tear my ACL. And, and BYU was recruiting you yeah. and signed you. Yeah. What was that year like for you? And then you come back your freshman year. You've rehabbed. You've had surgery probably and everything. And then you have this great freshman year. What, emotionally, what was that experience like for you? Uh, that was like the worst year of my Like just emotional ups and downs. It was really hard, but BYU was awesome with me. They, I came up early. I rehabbed. And they were really good about – I was the one that was like, do you guys even want me? Like I'd understand if you didn't. And they were like, no, like you'll be fine. Just they had a really good attitude with me. And – um, I definitely felt like I had something to prove just for myself because I was a little nervous that I wouldn't be the player I could have been because of my ACL. And so having like a pretty steady freshman season was like really awesome. So Mary Lake of BYU Volleyball with the sophomore libero, one of the elite freshmen in all of college volleyball at that position. What do you look forward to most next year? Because you're coming off of another Sweet 16 appearance. Yeah, how about, how about that? Five straight Sweet 16s for women's volleyball. Amazing, right? That is unbelievable. It's crazy. That like, is unbelievable. Now, now, like, the standard has been set super high. And I know that you all feel like, oh, we let one get away against Texas in the Sweet yeah. 16. So how much does that match factor into what you look forward to doing in the approaching season? Um, it's funny because we're always, like, talking about Texas, not in, like, a, oh, you guys should have gotten that one point and won the game, but it's kind of, like, something to fuel our fire mm -hmm. and definitely to learn from. Um, like, there's a lot of lessons in that game, and so we – I think we're all just really excited to get out there again. I think, like, after that game, there was more of a hunger for getting to that Sweet 16 or getting to the Elite Eight, like, ever than I had felt. And so next year it's just, like, exciting to see what we can do and – if we get in that position, I don't think we're going to want to do the same thing that we did last year. Just so. bring your knee brace, okay? <laughs> Even if I'm not in it, just, like, have it around my neck as, like, a yeah, good luck exactly. charm. It's Warm like up with it on or something. Attach, attach, it, necklace, attach like. it to yeah. a necklace. Yes. Super normal, yeah. <laughs> Nothing weird. Here, here. Not gross at all. Or yeah, Mary Lake's out with a neck strain from warm-ups with her neck brace around her Emotional bruising and neck, a yeah. neck strain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mary, it's great to talk to you. Congratulations on everything. Thanks, Mary. Thanks for having Mary me. Mary Lake. Mary Lake. Mary Lake. BYU She's Women's awesome. Volleyball, five straight Sweet 16s for that program. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more of your responses to where the next BYU Fan Fest should go. We've heard Nampa, Idaho, Portland, Oregon, and Woj now 51 says Houston.
Because yeah. it is. Yeah. Something, something. But Houston. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> it didn't finish. Ty Denver and Atlanta. Welcome back to the BYU Fan Fest and BYU Sports Nation's two-hour special live from Las Vegas. We are at Craig Ranch Regional Park. We have a loaded guest lineup. We've already talked to the likes of David Almodova, David Almodova, Reno Mahe, Fred Warner, Mary Lake, and we just keep rolling here at the end of our number one with another Las Vegas native, Cheyenne Hill yeah. of BYU Women's Gymnastics. Gymnastics. A Las Vegan. Yes. Awesome. And somebody from a team that absolutely turned it on late in the season. BYU Gymnastics under guard young got on a really nice tear there at the end, finished fifth in the NCAA regional. Cheyenne, welcome to our mobile set on BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I told you we'd get you on the show, right? You remember oh, yeah. that conversation, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I yes. said that I would deliver, and yeah. here we are. What better, Fulfilling what, promises. What better way to do it than in your hometown? <laughs> Yes. That's for, that's for I'm good excited stuff. to be here. You're listed at five foot one inch. Are you really five one? I am five and three quarters, but I like to round up. You're five foot and three, five quarters, and three quarters inch. Five quarters. Last time Bill. I measured, but we are, I'm actually, I'm really five one. If you. Yeah. 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 It, this isn't the NFL combine, yeah, right? Exactly, it's exactly. not. Yeah. You don't have to be precise. I yeah. saw you talking to Corbin. No. Uh. It was Yoli Childs and Peyton Dasher after a gymnastics meet. Oh. That was probably I literally a was fun like, visual. I have to take a picture of this. <laughs> so I made her stand in the middle of the studio. I never realized how short I am until I take a picture. picture with someone. You know? I'm just, I kind of talk to them like I'm, I'm used to looking up, you know? We, d- we, yeah, we do that. Like when we talk to Eric Mika, it's like, yeah. like my neck. <laughs> you know how you feel. Yeah, like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's this like to come to Las Vegas, your hometown? And have thousands of BYU fans descend upon this fan fest here. Too. I love it. It's it's the most. It's really exciting, and I love seeing people that I know from my home ward. And um, I don't know. We have we have the best fans in the nation. We really do. And it's so fun to see. Yeah, go Cougs! <laughs> um, it's it's fun to have such a universal um, fan base. Um, wherever we go, you know, we have so many, we have so many fans and all their BYU gear and it, it just, you know, it's exciting. Listen, I saw a lot of BYU fans showing up for BYU gymnastics. Like there, there's some new excitement that's being generated around this team at the Smith Fieldhouse. And even when you go on the road, like you said, but this is uh, this is an exciting trend and, and BYU gymnastics. It seems like you're turning a page under guard young. Yes, we really are. He, he's made a huge difference for our team for the better. And, you know, our, our definitely it helps when we have a lot of fans there to kind of kick up the energy and and it makes it a lot more fun. When sure. you hear the uh, phrase hits and sticks, what comes to mind? Um, so guard really likes to hear, to, to, you know, hits always, and sticks. always, yep, hits and sticks. Um, <laughs> so we always try to hit our, all of our routines, obviously, because that's how you get a good score. And it's always nice to end with a stick with no steps, no movement um, after each routine. And then that, that, that leaves a good note on, on the judges. And so they can't really, they can't really take anything off of your landing. And then, so they're like, oh, you know. That was a good routine, you know? And so that'll hit you up to, like, nine nines, you know, maybe mm. even tens. It's that great. Why are there no T-shirts that say hits and sticks? Like, with guard's face. That, like, happen, that would be right? awesome, right? Yeah. It needs to happen. I need, yeah. We need to, we need to work on that. You, you bring it up because guard didn't really take our suggestion. Like, hashtag hits and sticks? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, something Throw like a hashtag yeah. in there yeah. as well, yeah. Totally. Let's get with and the then, Twitter lingo. Yeah. We like that, right? And then you guys could totally just hashtag... 
Hits and sticks. That's our jam. BYU gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would wear that. Yeah. Not the same day, though. It looks we're, weird when we wear the same <laughs> shirt. We we're did, all we over. That yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're dealing with finals, and we talked to Fred Warner about that in Mary Lake. Like, what, what's that like to be at a fan fest? And then, oh, man, I got to go back and finish finals at BYU. Um, you know, it's, it's stressful, not going to lie. Um, but I couldn't miss opportunity to come home and see my family and all of our, you know, our, my hometown, you know, fans. Um, it's, it's, um, I'm, I definitely needed this break to give me the motivation to study for finals. And so <laughs> that's true. Right? It, it's kind of gone. It's, it's out there. Yeah, I needed motivation just to take the finals. Forget studying. <laughs> yeah. oh, I need yeah. motivation to take the test. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just to finish. Exactly. <laughs> At the end, you guys finished well as a team. I thought you it raised your game. You did really well. You went to regionals. You competed well in Seattle. What was that experience like for this young group? Um, it was really, it was really exciting. You know, coming in as the sixth seed, uh, we, you know, were expected to get last place, sixth place, and we we had a good meet. You know, uh, we got we ended up getting fifth all around, and you know we could have even beat Stanford. Um, you know, if we had more sticks, hits and sticks. You know, uh, so that was really exciting for us, especially seeing as we have a very young team. Cheyenne Hill of BYU Gymnastics with us on BYU Sports Nation. We'll finish with this. Uh, what sport, other than gymnastics, do you like to watch most on campus when you're cheering on the Cougs? I, that's hard. I, I really love – I'm a huge baseball fan. All my brothers played baseball, and so I really understand it. So I love, I've go, I love going to the baseball games when I have time, and I love soccer, soccer too. Women's soccer is really fun. I have some friends on the team, and so it makes it – you know, even more fun to cheer them on. Fantastic awesome. stuff. Cheyenne, great yeah. to talk to you. Yeah, nice you. to meet you. Thanks great so to be much. with you yeah. in Las Vegas on BYU Sports Nation. Now, if you're listening on BYU Radio, we'll be sending you out to the San Diego BYU baseball game right after this. Today's BYU Sports Nation Fan Fest special will be rebroadcast in its entirety tonight on BYU Radio beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Stay tuned with us on BYU TV for another full hour live from North Las Vegas. The Heisman Trophy winner and offensive coordinator Ty Detmer as well as the assistant head coach Ed Lamb will join us. This is BYU Sports Nation. Hour two of BYU Sports Nation live from the Las Vegas Fan Fest. BYU offensive coordinator and Heisman Trophy winner Ty Detmer We'll talk to us about several things, including Taysom Hill shot in the NFL. Assistant head coach Ed Lamb will tell us his top takeaway from spring football and which football player is his sleeper special. Plus, running back K.J. Holland filling the shoes of NFL-bound Jamal Williams as a position group. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now live from North Las Vegas, Nevada at BYU Fan Fest. Here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. If one hour is good, two are better. BYU, BYU Sports, Sports Nation, Nation live for hour number two. Yeah. Day-to-day play-by-play in Studio North Las Vegas from the BYU Fan Fest. We got out of there. Presented by the BYU Store, <laughs> the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Saturday, April 22nd. It's great to have you with us. We had a really enjoyable first hour from our Fan Fest, and uh, we're ready to go again. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. The Fan Fest is rolling. It just The people keep coming, Jerem. This is, this is awesome. I mean, there are thousands of Cougar fans here in this park deck out, decked out in white and blue. The BYU store is here, concessions, 
autographs from uh, Ty Dammer, Kalani Sitake, Tanner Mangum, Fred Warner, and others from other sports as well. This is a ton of fun, and yeah. this is great. And not every school could do this. There are very few that could do what's happening right behind yeah, us. Yeah, that one kid wearing the red hat, get him out of here. <laughs> is he a Clippers I'm, fan? I'm just kidding. I'm just that kidding. Kid, that kid turned and was like, me? What? Hey, no. Bring on the <laughs> BYU Sports Nation headlines once again. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. If you missed it the first couple of times we talked about it, why not relive it again? BYU baseball rallied to beat San Diego 9-8 to in 10 innings. A dramatic win for BYU. First win for the Cougars in San Diego since becoming a member of the West Coast Conference and reliever Riley Gates with the BYU Sports Nation. Karma, he picked up late last week, struck out three of the five batters he faced in those late innings. Same two teams today in the rubber match. They're just getting started on BYU Radio. The West Coast Conference Golf Championships for the men and women are in Provo as we speak. As we speak, Peter Quest, freshman for the men, now in second place at 9-under. He's currently at 200 through 12 holes in round three. And BYU is up six strokes on Pepperdine right now. They are through 12. So they have increased the lead from the last time we reported it from three combined strokes to now six. The women's team ranked 27th in the country trying to defend their title. They are up nine, no, excuse me, 11 strokes on Pepperdine right now. Individually, Alex White and Kendra Dalton are tied for the top lead. Rose Huang in third place behind them. The top three. How about that? So BYU men and women's golf in first place right now at the championships. I love it. West Coast Conference Championships looking good for BYU men's and women's golf. I know. Hey, I dressed for it, right? Seriously. Third-ranked BYU men's volleyball will find out their postseason fate tomorrow. The NCAA selection show available on NCAA.com at 1 Eastern time. It's time once again, Jeremy, that we rise and shout as we continue with what's trending. Brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. His name is Ty Detmer, people, and he is with us on BYU Sports Nation, the offensive coordinator for BYU football. He played for BYU, a little-known fact. Yeah. Wait, what? Is that why we're having him on the show? Okay. He's a coach now, I oh, guess. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, Ty Demmer with us in Las Vegas. Coach, great to have you back What's on up, the Ty? show. Good to be back. Uh, I can't. Is it? I wish I could yeah. guarantee you. <laughs> it is. I wish I could guarantee you that Jerem would not try and impersonate you during this interview, but that's probably going to happen. I've been looking for the face on the stick, but I haven't seen it. So just corn dogs <laughs> on the stick. They needed a bunch of sticks for the corn dogs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Beat me to the punch, Ty. <laughs> Dang it. What do you think about this Las Vegas Fan Fest, the first of four stops in the next few weeks? Oh, it's great. Uh, a lot of families are out, kids, uh, you know, parents. It's, um, it's always a lot of fun to go different places and see the excitement that our fans have in the different cities around the country. Is it crazy that all of these people come up to you and they have like this emotional connection with you? Like I was here when I was watching you win the Heisman Trophy or playing the Holiday Bowl. Like what's that like for you? Yeah, I swear we had 200,000 people at the Miami game because everybody was there. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's awesome. Um, the kids don't know who I am because they weren't even born yet then. Come on! The parents like, I remember when I was six and watching you play and like, thanks, I'm, I know I'm <laughs> going to be 50 this year, um, but it's just constant reminders, but it, it's awesome. It's a great following. Like you said, you know, this couldn't happen for any other school anywhere else. I, you're 49 right now. I am 49, yep. 49 years young. Ty Detmer. Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> 
That's awesome. When, when you look at the brand growth, you could have held probably something like this when you played elsewhere, but the brand of BYU has grown over the years. What, what does that mean to be a part of it now in kind of this new generation of BYU fans? Well, it's great. You know, our spring game was on TV this year, and, uh, I mean, you guys have your sports show, and it covers all the sports, and so uh, there's a real connection out there all across the country, uh, really the world, um, with our fans, and uh, that's something we point out to the recruits, and We've had some guys coming coming through here, and they see the fans and you know everything that goes into BYU and BYU TV here. Um, it's it's awesome for those guys to understand what they can be a part of, and and uh, the brand has grown. Uh, the attention, you know, with social media and. and the TV. My parents used to have to go to a, a stake building to watch it on satellite. And now everybody can get it in their home. So, you know, we're out there and, and we're all across the world. That is pretty crazy. Uh, just how much has developed in, in the last couple of decades. I've always been interested to know, because you were so good at football and you, you stole the show there in Provo, if, if you didn't play football, what sport would you have wanted to play at BYU? Besides the libero. Golf. Golf. I mean, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. a perfect fit for you. It's. I mean, nobody hits you. You go out there, a nice walk on a nice day, hopefully. No separated shoulders. Right. No separated shoulders. That's always nice. You know, nothing like that. But, um, no, I, I don't know. I played all the sports in high school. I played five sports and uh, enjoyed every one, enjoyed each season differently. I loved baseball, basketball. Uh, just really enjoyed playing them all. What were the other four? Uh, track, baseball, golf, and uh, basketball. You ran so. track. What did you do in track and field yeah, time? I you look like a javelin guy. It was more. <laughs> we didn't even have it back then where I was. Um, I was a hurdler because I wasn't just fast enough to run without wow. having to jump over something. So my dad really got me into it just to try to get faster for football. That was kind of an auxiliary yeah. sport for. Uh, did like, he, like did he tell Williams you that's why he was ago. doing he it? Did. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you, it would be good for you to run track and run the hurdles to get faster for football. And okay, I'll do it. And I hated every minute of it. <laughs> Sonny, you dog. <laughs> and then, and then, you play, then you play San Diego State in, what, 91, and you do the helicopter thing. Then it was worth it, right? It paid off in that moment. It was, yeah. Still, you know, you're not going vertical very far. I, I don't even know what my vertical was. I don't even think the scouts had me do it because they're like, <laughs> why, why he put you through that? Um, you know Taysom in that regard, right? Yeah, no, not at all, <laughs> for sure, no. So Yeah, what, what was your 40 time in the NFL Combine, Ty? So I didn't run it at the Combine. I ran it at BYU on kind of our pro day. And on the track, the indoor track, I ran a five flat. Yeah. And on grass, I ran a four nine. So I was really like turf. Oh. Turf was my enemy. I needed to be on grass, oh. maybe mud, something like that to, to help me. That was your issue. He ran on. He ran his 40 on <laughs> Aerated on grass. an aerated lawn oh. <laughs> in baggy shorts. I probably could have run a four eight in that. Yeah, but wind you know. aided. Yeah, of yeah. course. And downhill. You know, if you run on the practice field, it kind of goes downhill to the building. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Did I miss out on that? Did you have me run you probably uphill? Ran uphill. Well, I, run I didn't uphill, have you Jared. do anything. You did that yourself. Unbelievable. How, you talk about social media and the growth. How would your time at BYU have changed with social media? <laughs> I hate to even imagine, you know, I'm glad I didn't have that, uh, you know, at that time in life because it's so distracting. And, and, I mean, there's just so much to it that 
it, it's just drama. It it's a slippery like. slope, right? It is. It can be good and it can be bad. And so I, I'm glad I didn't have to have that at that point in life and not have to worry about all, you know some of those things. So it, it would have been Jimmer mania. I like what your wife said. Kim said, "Listen, listen he was Jimmer before Jimmer was Jimmer." <laughs> Did she say that really? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, right? Jimmer before Jimmer was Ty Demmer. Yeah, and before that it was uh, you know Alma Richards in 1912 in track. You know the three of you. You're, as a coach now, you have to be, you have to be social media savvy, right, to be a coach now. So, we're, did you come from Austin with, like, the skills to pay the bills? I have social four, media? four daughters, so I mean, I, I found out there was a guy that had a fake Twitter account and and was printing pretending to be me and it was pretending really to be you that's really ticking, weird it was ticking me off yeah that is weird it's yeah, kind of tick, really irritating me <laughs> and uh <laughs> and so i had to get, i got a twitter account so i could kick him off yeah and then it's like okay now that i'm recruiting a lot of our recruiting is done that way and you find out information about kids and they post stuff and you know when other they're getting offers from other schools so it's a necessary evil for us now but it's also a good way to check up on my daughters and see what they're into as well. So. <laughs> hey, we think that we could help you uh, kind of expand your recruiting umbrella on BYU TV. Like, what if what if we were to propose to you that you would be like our Bear Grylls, like on BYU TV at your ranch? Yeah. Would what you, what you, what you, you be our nature idea? guy? I, w- I would love our to do guy? something like that at some point down there. Would you watch that on BYU TV if Ty Detmer was like Bear Grylls? But I have a house and direct TV and, you know, showers and... Would that be no, okay? No, to... that's not how it works. Man. We'd go into the wilderness. Yeah, we'll call it shirts it's and skins. It's very thorny. Everything down there either sticks you or bites you we'll or call... stings you. Hey, so... we'll call it shirts and skins with Ty Detmer, okay? Uh, can I be shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a guy who gave you a nickname that I'm not going to say. Uh, Jamal Williams. <laughs> Does... That's why I need to be a shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can look up. Pre- yeah, there's some people laughing. They know what I'm talking about. Jamal Williams is going to be drafted, and he is going to be the first African-American running back from BYU taken in the draft in the first four rounds ever, which is awesome. What does it mean for the program to have a guy like Jamal Williams do what he's going to do next week? It's great. Uh, I mean, it's, it's great for any of our players to be able to do something like that. Um, I know it was a big deal for Ziggy to be a first-rounder. And uh, so – they had a documentary on Jamal, and I thought that was really well done and something that I, I hope our recruits and guys that, that were out there, we can't really promote it, but um, we're hoping they can see that, that type of experience that he had and the love he had for BYU and the fans and the connection he made there. And Because um, sometimes, you know, they're getting different information from other coaches from other schools, and, and I think uh, anytime somebody comes through the program, and has experienced it that is an LDS, uh, whatever race they are, um, it's it's a bonus for us to be able to, to have out there for recruits to be able to see and uh, see the experience that other people had and, and hear it firsthand from guys that are experience it, experiencing it themselves. I think it means a lot um, to BYU to have quality guys who, for whatever reason, had to drop out a year, but then they come back. He didn't have to come back. He came back and had a tremendous senior season. Right. I, I think there's a, a lot of examples of that happening, um, different guys, but um, I think, again, that shows the loyalty and the love they have for the people there at BYU, for the coaches, their teammates, the fans, because um, it'd be real easy just to say, I'm out, and I'm going somewhere else, and I'm going to finish it, and you know, oh well. And uh, 
but it really does show the connection and the, the love that they have for the program and for the people up there. And, and that's what our program's built on is the people and the relationships they have. And, and uh, it says a lot about the program. Jamal Williams, on obviously on to bigger and better things uh, with the NFL draft approaching very quickly in just a few days. Taysom Hill's name popped up thanks to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport when he said, quote, this guy has a future in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Obviously, that has been... The big knock on Taysom's four season-ending injuries. Some of them have been fluke. I mean, you think what you want, but he runs a 4-4-4 twice at Pro Day, and he comes out looking, I mean, physically amazing. What? Where does he fit in the NFL? Yeah, you know, and to his defense, he wasn't able to really to train the last couple off-seasons for speed training again because of lower leg injuries. And uh, with the foot, he really wasn't running full speed till July. And so there's no time to really get – get your body where you need to be so you know he may not have been his old self you know freshman sophomore year um last year speed wise um and so you know having that opportunity to train and work on some things um i think really impressed the scouts his pro day looked great you know he did a great job throwing it running um and got it you know we lost about 15 to 20 pounds and was really trimmed up and and looked great and so um you know it yeah, the football knowledge and all those things are there. He's he's got a great mind, a great understanding of the game, and and I think um, when he came into pro day, it kind of opened some eyes. Like, okay, wait a minute, you know, um, he's uh, been under center, he's having to call wordy plays, that all all the things that he's going to have to do at the next level, and and run the run game, call protections, all those things he he did this year for us, and uh, it's great film for them to go and and now evaluate that, and now his body's right and where he needs to be athletically and so um, I think you know somebody's going to give him an opportunity and they're going to be happy they did Uh, let's finish with this hard hitter Uh, what in your music playlist besides country (laughs) would surprise us man well I've got my daughters kind of run the computer right I mean they so I've got everything on there from Miley Cyrus to <laughs> I said besides country. well she's not country anymore that's right um, yeah I know that's not country right yeah, now yeah um, I have everything on there are you, are you ever shocked to Beyonce oh, yeah so wow. things come now on and I'm like fast forward what is that <laughs> too much sauce I had that on this morning. <laughs> So, two phones. I have two phones. Yeah. Whatever. Too I mean, what are those? Two chains. Okay. Two yeah. phones. I mean, I don't. I don't even know when they come on. I'm like, when did this oh. get on there? You know. I, and then I have to put it on airplane mode, so only my kind of songs that I actually have downloaded yeah. to my phone will play. So we gotta, we gotta get you some playlists, some Thai-specific playlists <laughs> that won't be interrupted I by like, anybody else. I like a little bit of everything, but there's some some of the Radio Disney stuff from back in the day that comes on that's like, eh. Radio <laughs> Disney, we're yeah. all ears. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, Ty, it's great to talk to you, man. You too. Great Thanks to for having me. Her- hurdler Ty Detmer. For the Hurdler! The Hurdler Ty Detmer. The high school Hurdler no. yeah. Ty Detmer. He ran a 4940 on grass. Sonny, yes. you do Get down. The Green Bay Packers can confirm that. Yeah. Let's go back to the 1991 Pro Day books. Yeah. We didn't even have Pro Day. It was I just mean... three coaches out there. <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we continue their interviews. BYU football's K.J. Hall, a running back with us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, Las Vegas del Norte. Is that how they say that? 
Yeah, uh, Spanish for the Nino. Okay, this is BYU Sports Station simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN and tell us why the next BYU Fan Fest should be in your town. Yeah, absolutely. Use the hashtag BYUSN, hashtag BYU Fan Fest as well. Baseball is playing 26th ranked San Diego, game three of the series right now in San Diego at Fowler Park. No, it's not Blaine Fowler Park. Sorry to uh, quell some excitement on that level. Wait, did somebody actually think it was Blaine Fowler Park? I think Park? Jason Shepard did. Uh, <laughs> live right now on BYU Radio. It is the top of the second. It is 0-0. The Cougars beat San Diego for the first time yesterday, which is awesome. In San Diego, ever. This tweet in from at jstotter68. Mm-hmm. We were asking about a central location for Idaho. Between What's Nampa, the central location of between Idaho? Between Nampa and Idaho Falls, right? He said Twin Falls Twin is Falls. the central location okay. you're looking for. Two hours from Nampa, two hours from didn't Idaho they, Falls. Didn't they do one? I thought they did one in Idaho before. Yes? No? I can't remember. In Twin Falls? No, I'm being no, told no. You're being told no. Sources close to the situation say no. You Confirm. failed. <laughs> no, you I failed. Just, I just asked a question. I didn't I say they I did. Know. I'm just giving you a hard time. You're man. right. I did say they did. <laughs> My bad. My beat. My beat. <laughs> Why should the BYU Fan Fest come to your town next? We have a central location of Twin Falls, Idaho, if anybody don't was wondering. Se- don't center up there. Go to, go to one or both. Okay? Joining us now, one of the running backs, y'all, for BYU football, <laughs> K.J. Hall. Welcome to BYU What's Sports up, KJ? Nation, K.J. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, put your hands together for one yeah. of the guys. Yeah. It's going to fill a huge spot for BYU football this next season. Uh, we talked to Reno Mahe, your running backs coach, and he explained to us, that the running back's room is quiet, it's respectful. And then he said, we had a Connect Four tournament the other day. <laughs> we sent that, all that out the window. What's the running back's room like for you as a player? Oh, man, it's where we go to relax. It's where we go to have fun and also where we go to study. So, I mean, we try to keep the, the environment light, but also when it's time to work, you know, we got to work. But, you know, we just have fun. That's what we do. Let's break down more of the running backs in a moment. But first, your reaction to this fan fest and being able to see thousands of fans show up in Las Vegas. We're not in Utah. We're in Las Vegas. This is incredible. I mean, I was sitting next to Kesney and he was just saying how many fans were here. And I was like, yeah, man, there's a lot of people here. We're looking at the line and people are just keep filing in. I mean, it's awesome to see the support that we have down here. So I'm, I'm excited to play down here in uh, October, November mm-hmm. and have all those fans here. It's awesome. Home away from home. KJ Hall, BYU running back with us on BYU Sports Nation. What sport do you watch on campus? And we've profiled a number here today, volleyball, gymnastics. Uh, obviously, we're talking football now. What sport do you watch on campus the most besides football? Besides football, probably basketball. Probably basketball just because, um, I mean, I used to watch a lot of the guys that are playing now in high school, and I just like to see how they're progressing. And, I mean, I just love basketball in general, so I love watching BYU basketball. Who did you watch compete against your high school? Where would you go again? I went to Maple Mountain, Maple Mountain. so That's I didn't. Right really ever play against any of those guys. We're kind of a smaller school. Yeah, but, but it's newer and growing. New, right? It's growing, yeah. exactly. That's right. Give us an update on your brother Jaron, who's a BYU signee at quarterback. Could play another position. We'll see. But uh, where is he on his mission right now? He's in Roseville, California, specifically, I think, Oroville. So. And how's he doing? He's doing awesome. He loves it. He's, uh, he loves the members out there. He said there's a lot of BYU fans, so they're taking care of him. So he's doing really well. He's in a good place. How long has he been out? 10 months. Okay, so it'll be in, a year in June. It's going to turn, yeah. So yeah. it'll be out Start this year. Start coming down the hill. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. all know what that's like. Wow, yeah. already? Yeah. Man. Well, so you're a sophomore now, so you're going to get one year with him? Is that right? 
So, yeah. So, I mean, he'll come home, probably red shirt, you know. Um, he'll have that year, and then we'll have another year together when we could possibly play together. Gotcha. So that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the best athlete among you, Jaron, and your dad? Hmm. Um, if you asked all three of us that question, we were all sitting here, it would be a big debate about who's the best athlete. So I'm just going to say me. Yes. 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 Me. Yes. yes. Let's remind people that your dad, Kalen, played running back for BYU. Yeah. So now you're a running back at BYU. What kind of bond has that uh, made between you that you both fulfilled that in your life? Um, you know, it's been awesome to be, to be able to step into what his shoes were like when he was here. Um, it's awesome to have him support me because, I mean, he lives 10, 15 minutes away. So, I mean, we're always talking to each other every Sunday. Um, he's very close with a lot of people on the coaching staff. Jack DeMooney baptized my dad into the church. So, I mean, very cool. it's good. He's always around. It's good for us. What's, what's Jack DeMooney like when you're hanging out with him? Because we see him a lot. We've heard him a lot today. Yes. In he's fact, hashtag, I just heard man. him say, hey, he's, hey, hashtag. Hey. he's hashtag. He's hashtag I am Jack DeMooney. <laughs> That's how you explain it. He's hashtag I am Jack DeMooney. That's him. <laughs> He's got his own br- like brands on the coaching staff. Kalani, Ty, Jack DeMooney. <laughs> like one of those guys, right? KJ Hall on BYU Sports Nation, BYU running back. When you are competitive with your brother and your dad and your family, for that matter, what, what's the thing that brings out like the competitive spirit the most? Is there a game that you play, a video game, a scenario? Like What, what would you say it is? Oh, man, I won't play Jaren anymore in Madden or anything on the – any gaming system, I do not play my brothers. They are somehow like amazingly good, and I can never win. I don't know why I'm admitting that, but I can never beat them at anything. If we go outside and play basketball or we play wolf ball, then obviously, you know – I'll come out on top. You're the superior actual athlete. Yes. There we go. <laughs> that I'll say means it. more in some circles, although esports is growing. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Um, you, you got some good run last year. I'm not sure how much time you thought you might have, but I'd, preseason, you know, in the running back conversation, I don't know if we had you for 35 carries and two touchdowns. So what was that like to get in and have an impact? You know, it was, it was a good experience for me personally um, to be able to get out there. Um, you know, I say this all the time, but I haven't played against anybody besides my own team in like four years. So to get that experience at the end of the season was good for me to be able to get something in my mind, what I should expect for next year. So, I mean, it was really good for me. I, you know, I wasn't exactly expecting it, but I loved it when I got in. So, I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. What was that first touchdown experience like for you as a member of the BYU football team in front of the fans at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? You know, growing up, going to games, everything just came full circle in that moment, you know? So being able to score a touchdown for the team that you grew up watching is just kind of surreal. So, I mean, a lot of emotions were going on in that moment, but it was just, it was awesome. I loved it. And then, and now we have this running back by committee conversation. You're a part of that committee. Tell us a little bit about this group that is the running backs here in 2017. Oh, absolutely. We, uh, the reason we say it's by committee is because we literally have a committee of dudes that can do whatever is asked to be done. You know, we got power backs, speed backs, guys that can split out and play some receiver if they need to, uh, create mismatches with the other team, however we need to do that. You know, Ty is an offensive genius, so we're going to rely on Coach Detmer to put us in those, in those situations to be able to take advantage of the defense. Is it kosher to suggest anything to Ty ever? Would you be like, hey, someone gave me this play, and, like, I would get the ball? Like, this is crazy. I would never do that myself. <laughs> but you know what? 
you know, down the road, who knows? I guess. Just forward we'll an email. Yes. You forward the <laughs> anonymously, email. Anonymously. Anonymously. Yeah, I received this anonymous I email. I don't know Somebody this. wants me to get the ball a lot. Though. That's crazy. Was <laughs> it my know. dad? Maybe. <laughs> What's the best thing that you learned from Reno Mahe in year one with him as the running backs coach? Patience. Patience in everything, really. Um, as far as running that's probably the number one thing that he is able to teach us as a backfield is if we have patience we just let things open up for us then our abilities will take over and then we don't really have to think so just getting the plays down having patience knowing where we're supposed to be levy on bell type patience or a little less because that's that's pretty patient that's that's a lot yeah but um yeah i mean a happy medium i guess if you are levy on bell it works right yeah exactly (laughs) the jump if you're in a if you're a beast like Le'Veon Bell, exactly. You do whatever you want if you're Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, exactly. That's really what it comes down to. KJ, great to talk to you. Jerem, you. did you know that if you do 1,000 push-ups today, you can have arms oh, that look on, like man. his? Uh, you mean 10,000 push-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, 10,000. So basically it's never going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, man. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah. that's, that's right there. Yeah. The, goal, the goal is there. Yeah. KJ, great to talk to you oh, as thank always. You. Keep All lifting. Right. It's, it's working. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, it's paying off, clearly. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we dip into women's basketball for oh, the yeah, first time baby. at this Fan Fest. Amanda Wayman is back to help us set expectations for Jeff Judkins' squad moving forward. Plus, the Cougars are on the board in baseball. I'll tell you the score. Update oh, from San Diego. snap! BYU Sports Nation continues from Las Vegas. Our two-hour special from the BYU Fan Fest. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision. On BYU TV, BYU Radio broadcasting BYU baseball right now. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. We have had a lengthy list of fantastic interviews. One that comes to mind right now that you may have missed, Ty Detmer. And what's in his music playlist that would shock you? It's not just country music. Apparently. (laughs) Hey, if you you missed it, uh, number 21... BYU softball, they're really good. They play Wednesday night against Utah Valley, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Check it out next Wednesday. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, starting with the Batcats of BYU Baseball. In Game 3 of their weekend series against number 24-ranked San Diego. The Cougars, of course, got their first conference win last night in extra innings. Right now, BYU up 4 to nothing nice. in the top of the second inning. Nice. Keaton Kringland, Keeter Pop. Just hit a single up the middle. Daniel Schneeman scored the latest run, and BYU with the 4-0 lead. The men and women's West Coast Conference Golf Championships are in Provo at Riverside as we speak. BYU on the men's side up six strokes on Pepperdine. Peter Quest is second and nine under. On the women's side, BYU up 12 strokes on Pepperdine. Kendra Dalton in first, Alex White in second, Rose Huang tied for third. So both the men and women still in first place at the West Coast Conference Golf Championships. Yeah, generally, if you have individuals in first, second, and third, the team is probably going to score well and have a good shot to win the championship. Now, on the women's side, that's not an upset. BYU is the best team in the league. On the men's side, Pepperdine's ranked 22nd. BYU is 47th. So the Cougars right now up six strokes on the men. Third-ranked BYU men's volleyball finding out their postseason fate tomorrow. The NCAA selection show on NCAA.com at 1 Eastern time. Next guest... Representing BYU women's basketball, Amanda Wayman. Welcome up, Amanda? to North Las it's Vegas. It's so good to be here. I'm really happy. You can tell you're really happy. Yeah. We are too. It's The weather's amazing. I know. Yeah. Nothing We're, to complain about. And we asked you during the break, you know, what's the best part? Oh, it's not cold. It's not rainy. <laughs> yeah. Sunshine. It's fantastic. And there are thousands of BYU fans mm-hmm. everywhere telling you how great you are. Yeah. 
Who yeah. doesn't want to do that? Exactly. Yeah. Easy what's, job. What's this experience like? Because uh, we're outside of Utah, yet there are thousands of people here to come uh, see BYU. It's kind of shocking to see that, like, yeah, we're not in Utah, but so many people are, like, everywhere are BYU fans. And I, it's kind of amazing to see. We joke probably, you know, a little bit too much with Jeff Judkins, your head basketball coach. <laughs> no, it's a fair amount. <laughs> But he kind of does it to himself, right? Yeah, no, he does. he does. So there's this ongoing joke that he butchers everyone's name. Has he ever butchered your name? Okay, he doesn't know my last name's Waymint. He calls me Waymeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then one time he called me Mandy, and I look at the assistant coaches, and I'm like, Mandy. Like, I was, like, choking. Like, it was terrible. Waymeth. Waymeth. Amanda Waymeth. Just, just like yeah. Kathy Broadhead. Oh. Amanda. Amanda Weymouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, which, what does he call Chalet Salmon? Well, I don't even I don't even know if she knows her name. Like, <laughs> New Zealand girl. Like. <laughs> there were two, though. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. We love him. Kalani love Purcell him. signed with the Dallas Wings, which is very cool for the program, mm-hmm. have a player in the WNBA. I know Erin Thorne was around here. She played in the yeah. WNBA. What does it mean to the program to have Kalani in the WNBA? It shows that, like, we have players that can compete anywhere either we're East Coast, West Coast, and it's just a compliment to our program that our coaches recruit good players and everything. Okay, so you and Cassie Broadhead are returning seniors. Crazy to think yeah. about that, you know? Yeah. The top two returning scores, what is that feeling like knowing that, hey, you're going to be looked to as the co-leaders of next year's team? It's kind of overwhelming to see that, like, there's going to be so many open shots and, like, someone's going to have to take those. But it's kind of nice to have that role and, like, be looked up by the whole team that way. I think Amanda Weymouth can handle it. Like, she is ready, <laughs> but, right? But for not that. Amanda Weymouth? Weymouth's Wayment, no. working on Still it, sounds like, determined. during the summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. You, I don't know if you knew this. I just, randomly, you made the exact same amount of, amount of shots this year as the year before. Did you try and do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Mission accomplished. <laughs> 59 <laughs> shots. Let's try and exactly. make it one more. One more yeah, at least so for si- 60 year. plus okay. is next year? Yeah. We're going to double that. You're going to take a lot more shots. Yeah. Double the makes? Yeah. Yeah. Double the makes. Hey, wh- why not <laughs> So what are we saying? 118? 118 is that the number? Yeah. Makes. Okay. Six, I like that. 62.8% from the field. That's impressive. Well, you need to remember I'm literally shooting layups. So <laughs> I didn't want to say it, Amanda. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> just focus on the 62.8%. Who cares yeah. how you got Are you going to take jump shots this, this year? Yeah. That's definitely one part of my game throughout the summer I'm working on is getting the outside shot because... I won't be playing center anymore. Like, I won't be undersized. I'll be on the outside, which will be fun. BYU women's basketball specifically has had some really memorable and meaningful things happen in the city of Las Vegas, mostly at the West Coast Conference Tournament, right? I mean, upsetting teams, buzzer beaters, things like that. What's your favorite BYU memory? Maybe it doesn't come from women's basketball. What's your favorite BYU memory in the city of Las Vegas? Oh, okay. But this year when we played San Diego and we were down by, like, 21 to, like, 4. Yes. And Cassie hit the buzzer beater to go to overtime, and then we won. That that was so awesome. And then I remember my freshman year when we beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga and then won the whole conference tournament. That was really awesome. That was very exciting. I remember mm-hmm. that at the uh, tournament here. Uh, those were on BOE TV, of course. Yeah, we remember those. Okay, we, we, made, we made funny of uh, Juddy, but what's your favorite Juddyism? What does he say oh. that, so we can make fun of him some more? Okay, a lot of people don't remember this one, but I was a freshman, and one of the girls that was on the team, Savannah, she like didn't really set a screen, 
on the guy on the wing. And so he stopped the whole practice. He's like, Savannah, you need to go screen her like it's a happy birthday party. That's what he said. <laughs> what does that mean? I, you know, what did they all mean? That's... <laughs> I feel so like funny. Jeff Judkins is the new Jack Handy. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of the book Jack Handy. You know, Jeff. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy is the name of the book. I, I think we need to make a book. We yeah. love Juddy. But the thing yeah. is, all Juddy of these things make him super endearing to BYU fans. Mm-hmm. They it's love gr- him. It's great to have a guy that's defected from Cuba. I mean, Utah. <laughs> it's great to have a guy that played for the Celtics, that played in the NBA. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that's the great thing. You get, we give him a hard time. He's a good coach, mm-hmm. and you guys win a lot. Yeah. What's your favorite aspect of Jeff Judkins as the head coach there? Um, I like how he just, like, kind of tells the truth. Like, he doesn't, like, sugarcoat it. He just puts it right on the table, and that's kind of nice to not have to, like, find out the code, like, what he's saying. Like, mm. like some coaches are like that. What does he really mean? Yeah. <laughs> Is he just trying to be nice? No, he'll just say it to you. Weymouth! Weymouth! Shoot it! Shoot it! Amanda, it's great to talk to you. Congratulations on another successful year with BYU women's basketball. And 60 plus. You're a senior. Big you time. S- you said, okay, yeah, yeah, 60 plus. You're, you you're going say for double, double yeah. but 118. We're, <laughs> we're going to set it at one more than 59. Okay. You okay. know, you do what you want. Okay. Keep the 60% shooting and you're in all business, right? right. It's amazing. It up. Yeah. Okay, Amanda, thanks for the time. Thank you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, our Fan Fest two-hour special winding down, but not before our guy, Ed Lamb, the assistant head football coach, hangs out with us on BYU Sports Nation. The cyborg. I'm wondering winner if is, Dinner is for winners, Jerem. That's what his wife told him. So if he doesn't win, does he not eat dinner? Or what does he eat? Does he have back? Like, does he? I would just be like, fine, I'm going to grow hamburgers. Whatever. Man's got to (laughs) eat. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from North Las Vegas at the BYU Fan Fest. This is a two-hour BYU Sports Nation special, your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play extending into the weekend. We remind you that you can always watch our rebroadcasts via our apps, Jerem. It's on demand. They're on demand. And you can listen to games like the BYU baseball game. BYU, in the bottom of the second, has put up a six spot on San Diego. Two more runs. So BYU up six to nothing. The Batcats doing work, which is awesome. It's been the bane of BYU's existence to play in San Diego. I think they were 0-9 until last night. So they're up six nothing. BYU is on their way to winning another series and winning against the first-place team in conference in San Diego. So is BYU going to take over first place? Did they win today? I think so, right? <sighs> they played three less games in San Diego. But so they, we'll have they to would own the, the tiebreaker. Yeah, it's but, early. Yeah, San Diego hey. led 6-1 yesterday. So no lead is safe. This is Yeah, it's true. You bring up a good point. Just keep scoring runs, BYU Baseball. Our Twitter question today, why should the BYU Fan Fest come to your town Next, at Ty Levitt says, Pocatello, Idaho. It's where Taysom Hill is from and where BYU basketball commit Connor Harding is from, too, with lots of BYU fans. And they're getting a temple. Idaho is, is kind of running away with this thing, man. Where are the non-Idahoans? Where are you? I don't know. Oregon? California? They're all around us. It's a fan fest. Hello? Yeah, that's that's where they true. are. They're that's like, true. we have a fan fest here. All right. We welcome on the best. For, we saved the best for last. That's, that's what we did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we do. Ed Lamb, assistant head football Lamb, coach at yeah. BYU. The a man, cyborg. A man who does not eat dinner unless BYU wins. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess there's two ways to look at it. Save the best for last, or if there's time. Right? I think that's actually what it said <laughs> on the schedule, problems. if yeah. there's time. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Back time, yeah. 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 Hey, hey, what show are you going to see tonight? Celine Dion? Britney Spears? Osmonds. Who's it going to be, Ed? I've heard some talk about Backstreet Boys. I'm, I'm taking no part in that. That, I, that is know. shocking. I'm a terrible dancer, very self-conscious in that kind of environment. It was no Reno's way. idea to go yeah. to Backstreet Boys. Yeah, huh? you're on it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. And Lee Johnson probably yeah. if he was down here. Yeah. What do you think of the Fan Fest here today? The, the, I mean, things are, are winding down a little bit, but, man, it, it was steady for basically the entire time with thousands of people. Yeah, really steady coming and going. It was, it's a, a great turnout. The guys I talked to were the recruits. We had, uh, I don't know, maybe 25 or 30 recruits come through here. We've had three coaches in the area over the last week, and so all everybody we talked to, all those young men, we told them to come on out and check this out. And the feedback from them about this many people showing up this far from Provo is pretty spectacular. And the, the big semi there, we're telling them that this is on live television right now, and they have this channel back home on their cable package. That was all pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You guys had uh, the spring break day practice in St. George. I've, I've been public about, hey, I think a Las Vegas practice would be cool. Is that something you guys want to continue, and is Las Vegas in the mix potentially? Yeah, we, actually, when we were uh, planning that St. George trip out, it was initially planned to be kind of an I-15 several stop of practices. But you know, the, the thing we're uh, battling against is, is we don't have a traditional spring break, and so it's hard to take the players out of much class time. So I think we could probably make it as far as, as Las Vegas or maybe kind of how we planned on doing multiple stops in the same year, just kind of extend it each year and try to get a little further west or south. So by 2021, you'll be yeah. in Las Vegas yeah. after Cedar City, <laughs> Fillmore, Beaver, yeah. Cedar City. Yeah. It's, make a, it's all the way west, and then we, we want to eventually want to finish in San Diego and then La'ie, Hawaii yes. the next year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the then, master and then, plan revealed. Yes. Yeah. And Harbaugh is taking Michigan to Rome. That's yeah. pretty wild, right? Yeah, I'd rather be in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Ed Lamb, assistant head football coach at BYU with us on BYU Sports Nation. Several sports represented here today. We just talked to Amanda Wayman of basketball. We talked to Mary Lake of women's volleyball. Uh, we've talked to a number of your football players. Uh, what, what is it like for you as a BYU fan? Because I know that you and your family are big into BYU yeah. athletics. You, you attend as many as you can. What, what do you like to watch the most besides football? It's everything that we can. You know, my schedule as as a football coach is sometimes, and, and this is one of them where I'm on the road quite a bit, right? And so the things that are going on right now, I don't get as much of a chance to be there in person. But my kids, my wife, they're always begging to go to the events. And we get to as much as we can when uh, when football season ends. Uh, as many gymnastics meets, that's when that's really firing up. And, yeah, we and, talked to Cheyenne Hill, gymnastics today. Yeah, She's down here. Yeah. And coming from SUU, I, I'd never really paid attention to gymnastics, but in Cedar City, that's a big deal. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're nicknamed the Flippin' Birds. The Flippin' that's Birds. Not a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? My, okay. My, my kids had all the Flippin' Birds gear and everything, and yeah. so now, now we've, you know, we've, we've transferred in our first loyalties to BYU. But we still, you know, when, when SUU's not going against BYU, we cheer for the T-Birds still. Tell us about what you're doing now. Is it uh, recruiting at this point in the post-spring kind of? Yeah, yeah. This is here? this is what's called an evaluation period with the NCAA, and so we're we're typically not allowed to make a lot of contact with the prospects at the school. But we're going and visiting with high school counselors, high school football coaches, especially being a presence on campus, particularly in our in our primary areas of recruiting through the state of Utah. We would consider Las Vegas also a primary area, and then and then of course the NCAA doesn't 
uh, limit what the players can do. So if we put something like this on here at this park, all the local kids can, recruits can come out here and say hi to us and meet Coach Satake and all that. So it was a really, really good opportunity from that standpoint. Now that you've had a chance to evaluate the entirety of spring football, what is the biggest takeaway that you got as a coach and maybe as a staff from, from BYU football after spring? I think the it, the um, continued progression of our offense and to do it with with a standard of balance, you know, between the run game and the passing game. And I think at times, you know, um, fans at every level, high school, college, professional, you know, that's the thing is like they always want to throw the ball or, or they think they always want to run the ball. You kind of have your favorite play as a fan. And so for an offensive coordinator, for an offense to really rally around being balanced and spreading the ball out, it's it's difficult to do in the face of adversity, especially at points during the season. So it was it was great to see our offense. I think they took a step forward in their run game, their pass game, and their play action pass game. So we were very balanced last year, not always as as productive as you know we would we would want to be in the coming years. But really, I think sticking to a system, sticking to a plan, and the players are 100 percent bought in. That's nice, Ed. Uh, but what is your wife, Sarah? What was her biggest takeaway? Yeah, her reaction. Football? So, yeah, I got in a little bit of trouble last time that I spoke about Sarah. So I need, I need to be more, more positive about this. Sarah is the biggest fan of BYU and, and of me. Um, she, she, she came to at least five spring practice sessions wow she, she's all about the offense right which i have not other than sitting here like an analyst like i know something i don't have anything to do with our offense <laughs> right? like, what about the safeties honey? Yeah, yeah what about defense what about special teams what about the safeties and she really she's tied into that offense and she's a huge fan of the boys and um comes to as many practices as she can i i think she would probably tell you that the offense kicks the defense's butt so so when she's walking, watching one of those practices and there's a nice pass play against yeah. one of your safeties for a touch. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. coach that up, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's always, it's, you know, we, we wear these headsets right during the spring game and stuff too when the fans are all there. It's like every big offensive play, there's like the, the cheers are so loud and it's kind of like, what, what, are they, what are they cheering about? Why are they so excited? <laughs> you know? And then you get a defensive play and there's like one dad, you know, like going nuts in the stands. <laughs> That's how it works. And it, we and understand. It's, and it's Brother Hanneman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the dynamics of football cheering. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Who is the sleeper athlete on this BYU football team? And I asked that question because we heard Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network say that Taysom Hill is a sleeper quarterback yeah. moving into the NFL draft because he's got the injury backdrop and he runs a four four four. And so we were thinking, who, who's the sleeper at BYU right now? Who's the yeah. guy that... that that is crazy and good, and but not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, that's, that's probably Kavika Fanua, and he's the one that got that award. I can't remember exactly what our award was was named, um, mm. the unsung hero or something like that at our at our end of the year banquet. But he uh, led the team in coverage tackles on the special teams. He played a significant amount of defense. Now he's moved over to the offense. I mean, there's just I can't imagine when I was a player playing all three phases of the game like the amount of talent the amount of ability it's one thing to be you know like Corbin Calfusi Bronson those guys to go from basketball to football that's awesome too but to play offense like running back to step over and play linebacker and be productive like he was and make plays and then to lead the team you know Diane Lake was leading the team all through the regular season and then Kavika had two great tackles against Wyoming to lead the team in coverage tackles for the season that's where the men are is on the special teams coverage team so my opinion Kavika Funua. 
Nice. You didn't even hesitate with it that. Did not hesitate. No, nope, it's Kavika. And you guys yeah. sometimes are hard pressed to name individuals because you want it to be team. So yeah. I appreciate you answering the question there. Yeah, you earned it. Yeah. The next week's a big week for BYU football. There's going to be some NFL draft pick or picks probably with Jamal Williams and Harvey Longy, Taysom Hill, kind of cool Andrew, free agent guys, and more. What role does that play to you guys in the program? Because it, it matters, but I guess how much does it matter to you guys? It's aspirations. You know, you walk in, you've been in our locker room and you've seen all of the national award guys, those that were the very best at their position. They have a, each of them have their jersey and their helmet up there and um, a shrine to each one of those guys, if you will. And, and that's what the whole, you walk into Legacy Hall, that's what it's about. And when you come to BYU, you come in part to inherit that tradition and to keep it going and raise it if possible if you have those abilities and those opportunities. So this is another step toward that. And those guys, maybe that's not their motivation. They're just trying to take care of their business right now. But all of our players on our team currently are watching for the success that they have, the opportunities that they have, and it'll raise the bar and continue to inspire our guys. I want to ask you the same question that we presented to Ty Detmer, and that is, what is something on your music playlist that would surprise people? Oh, that would surprise? Oh, man. So, uh, that's, that's really, the staff would be laughing because my, my playlist is only the Eagles. And so, <laughs> maybe the biggest surprise is that there would be no surprise. There, there is no variety. Only the, the Eagles? Only the Eagles? Like Seriously. every Eagles song ever? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. So, we, so, you know, I was in a band in Cedar City. and Excuse and, me? Yeah. That's what we... That's that's what we aspired to be. Was what did you you drums? So bass uh, guitar. What? Yeah. So I'm I'm bass. We all we aspired to be a, an Eagles cover band, and then it, we went in a lot of different classic rock directions. But um, yeah, so we all sang. We we tried to hit the harmonies that the Eagles could do, and, and nobody can do it like the Eagles. But so we all sang. When I sang lead on some songs, then I would play the rhythm guitar, but mostly the bass. Wow. What, uh, what in the world? I, My the, mind is blown what, right now. Why did this take a year and a half? <laughs> you need. You need to have a conversation with our senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, who played drums in a band for a very long time. In fact, he still wails a little bit. You guys wow. need to get you together. Get, in your hierarchy structure, do you have a dirt man? Like somebody who digs up dirt on people? You, you need to have a dirt man. <laughs> we are the dirt this, man. Yeah, okay. We're probably well, you guys the missed dirt that man. dirt because you could have wow. embarrassed me. This is BYU TV. It's not dirt. <laughs> Tell me there's here. something on YouTube of you playing an Eagles song. There's got to be something. Oh, there, we need to search. There's stuff. I don't know if it was ever loaded to YouTube, but we had several several of our gigs were recorded. And, <laughs> wow. Uh, there's stuff out there, that's for sure. Yeah, Mrs. Lamb. Yeah. Mrs. Lamb. Yeah. We, we need oh, it. So the guys came. You know, I mean, I really miss being in a band and all that. So the guys came through Provo, and they dropped off. We had a, a magazine article done on us. It was a, kind of like a local doctor's office magazine. It wasn't like Rolling Stone or anything. But it was a, a magazine article done on our band, and the guys got together, and they, they put it in this big frame. And I brought it home, and I was all proud of it. And my wife said, We're, that is not going up in our, anywhere in our house where people would see. You know that, right? And then, uh, but, but now, you know, she could see the hurt in my eyes. And so it went up for about 10 days in our room, and, and now it's kind of back in, <laughs> in what I hope someday will be the music room. That oh, that's yeah. fantastic. We're trying to build. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Ed, we finished. We really did save the best for last. Yeah. Great to talk to you, man. Thanks, Great Ed. to talk to you guys, as Enjoy always. Enjoy the rest of the Fan Fest. Up Thank next you. on BYU Sports Nation, the latest from the West Coast Conference Championships for BYU men's and women's golf. Both teams are bringing it. And what are the Batcats doing in San Diego? One win wasn't good enough, apparently, Jared, because they're off to a great start. Are both the men and women's golf teams still in first? I think. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. 
for help when you need it most. Welcome back to North Las Vegas. Woo! Wrapping up our two-hour BYU Sports Nation special at the BYU Fan Fest. Huge thanks to today's guests, David Almadova, Fred Warner, Reno Mahe, Mary Lake, Ty Detmer, KJ Hall, Amanda Wayman, and... Cheyenne Hill. Cheyenne Hill and the Eagles cover band man that we didn't know about, Ed Lamb. How about that? Yeah, very fun day. Coming up next week, we're going to blow up the NFL draft. We're going to get you ready for that. Jamal Williams, Harvey Longy, expected to be drafted. So we're going to have Nicole Williams, Jamal's mother, on the show. Fui Vakapuna, one of the last BYU running backs drafted. He will join us as well, among others. Yeah, what about the prospects for Kainakua and Andrew Idy and Taysom Hill? Who Taysom Hill is intriguing, right? jumped like, back up into the I conversation. He's going to sign with the team next week. It's going to happen. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter. Dexter, help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Jerem? BYU baseball team. First ever win in San Diego. They're they're playing really good ball right now. Up 6 nothing in the bottom of the third at San Diego in game three. The rubber match. They win today. They win the series. And all of a sudden, that WCC title really starts to take shape. And an update. The men's golf team up three strokes on Pepperdine in the West Coast Conference Championships. The women's team up 11 strokes on Pepperdine. Get it done at Riverside Country Club. Thanks to all of the fans here in Las Vegas for coming out. It was a huge showing and a huge thanks to our crew at BYU Broadcasting, combining efforts with BYU Athletics. Absolutely. This was, this was a massive effort. Yeah, thanks to everybody involved in making this happen. And, yeah. and there are three more fan fests that are going to happen. Show up at one of those. It's worth it. Houston, Davis County, Utah, and Southern California in early June. Reminder, fan fest activities in Vegas continue with a fireside at 7 p.m. local time tomorrow night, Sunday night, Lorenzo Chapel. In Las Vegas with Kalani Satake and players, 221 Lorenzo Street. Thanks, man. What a day. Hey, nice job. Woo! For Jerem, I am Spencer. We'll see you on Monday.